0: Hey, I'm Ricardo Big Rich Dunbuck, and I want to welcome you to the Parallax Systems. The following Uncharted World's actual play podcast may include explicit language, violence, and mature themes. Listener discretion is advised. Amidst the universe, you are nothing but a speck, an ant following a path. The stars are vast and ever-growing, making you smaller and smaller by the second. Humanity is just a letter in the memoirs of the cosmos. Humanity the great explorers, conquerors, left for the stars. With the galaxies expanding, humans decided to expand with them. New corporations were funded, rivals were created, and expansion began. Now, throughout the universe, humanity can be found. The touch of humans goes far beyond our known reaches. This story begins there, just beyond your reach.
1: Good evening, folks. Welcome to Parallax Systems. I'm your GM, Jason Richard, for the Uncharted Worlds Act 2 of Parallax Systems. With me are my players, Kevin. Hi. And Matt. Hey. And we're going to be bringing you a story from another time and another place within the same worlds. You've never been here before, and you probably will never come back, but who knows? It's all in the future. And it's always changing. Without further ado, we pan in on a giant office filled with nothing but cubicles and people sitting, typing, tapping, tippity tap, tapity tip. Royce, you hear a knock at your door. Uh, um, who's there? The door opens. And your robot servant comes in. Hello, sir. The boss has requested the grace of your presence. Please go see him within the next 10 to 15 minutes.
2: Uh, the boss. I, now, I assume I would know exactly who that. The, the big boss. The big boss. What's his name?
1: His name is Franklin DeRosso.
2: Franklin DeRoso, okay like the
1: the the current acting CEO and president of Waldorf Industries has requested your presence
2: oh okay I okay all right all right the Here big guy the big guy <laughs> the big guy sorry what was the big guy's name again
1: <laughs> Franklin DeRoso. And
0: yeah, that's like full-on like war lore for,
1: for this time period He is the current acting CEO and president.
2: Let him know I'll be there right away.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, with that, your door closes. And you kind of have, like, this... You're not sure if you should have a sense of panic or excitement. Have I fucked up lately? You're not (laughs) sure. (laughs) You've also never actually spoken to the president right he's always sent like cronies and lackeys down to deal with everything
2: right uh yeah so i'll look in the mirror and adjust my tie Got yeah, this royce
1: uh the mirror chimes in you sure do sir
2: you creep me out every single time sorry uh and i will go uh to the boss's office
1: you stride to the door and it's it's like a big like texan church double door like it's an ornate wood like beautifully polished everything looks phenomenal like you almost don't want to knock on it because you don't want to like ruin any part of it by any way shape or form cuz it just it looks so like I would almost say holy to you.
2: Uh, okay. I will proceed to knock on it.
1: As your hand is about to touch, you hear, get in here!
2: I'll open the door, uh, walk in.
1: Royce, 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 Royce. My number one in your division.
2: Come here, boy. It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Walk up to the desk.
1: Uh, He comes out from behind his desk. He's like a he's a kind of tall man and he's kind of heavy set. Uh, And he walks out from behind his desk and he sits on the corner and he lifts up a lid to a cigar box offering you a cigar.
2: Uh, Yeah, I'll take one.
1: Uh, he pulls one out as well and they're they're the real nice cigars like he has to cut the ends right yeah so I have a little problem that I need taken care of that can't be uh on the books so you're my number one to do this and to hide the fact uh he pulls out a little Uh, it looks like a, like a, a ding bell and sets it on his desk and taps it twice. And you see a small, like field emit Mm -hmm. and it covers you and him. And you know that this is a sound dampening device. Okay. I need you to get me marketing data and to disrupt. The DCU home world of Hollandari. I need to know how they're moving their products so good. I need to know what they're doing to move their products so good. I need it all. I also need you to basically cause as much financial problems as you can while you are there. We're going to do this. Under the guise. Of a office lottery for an all expense paid vacation. Can I trust you to get the job done, son?
2: Well, absolutely, sir. I've been meaning to take a vacation.
0: Oh, it it will be
1: very relaxing. If it uh includes your sort of skills that I understand that you have,
2: oh, it'll be a relaxing indeed.
1: (laughs) Good, good. Do a good or even a great job, and you can see yourself as head of security at some point. It'll be my pleasure. Now get on out of here. I gotta go play some space golf. With that. He taps the 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 silencing bell twice, and the dome disappears. and you walk out.
2: I walk out uh, i I assume he's got handlers that give me the detail off screen.
1: Yes yeah. he, he everything will be basically set to go in your office when you return.
0: I love a good dossier. I need to know how to play space golf <laughs> Ricardo Hey
1: You Are coming down to your speakeasy Um You're not open yet People are like You You have your what, what time is it? Um I would say it's probably closer to like 10 or 11 in the morning so like you're not you're not open yet but you're gonna get you're preparing to open because most of the cast members and the people who are running stuff are about to be like switching shifts or getting off um what was the name of your uh
0: your lackey he is my assistant his name (laughs) is Jerome
1: Jerome okay you show Jerome
0: some respect god damn it
1: <laughs> i am the gm i do not have to
0: uh i uh if i'm walking towards my speakeasy as i get open the door i will will i will announce out to Jerome uh i'll be like hey Jerome uh i need a coffee uh load the sugar i need to wake up
1: yeah boss you got a, a letter here on the desk from manetti
0: I go check out my letter
1: it's a standard letter you get these all the time from him uh it says expect a shipment soon you'll need to move it to the other side of wet water world. Uh, at this point, you hear some, like, metallic clanking, like, steps behind you. Hey, boss, we're running low on some things. Uh, do you need me to up the orders again? We've been pretty busy.
0: Just do whatever it takes. You got it. Harpwell out. Okay. Harpwell is your bartender. My servant. My service bot, basically. He
1: he is your beverage bot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Harpwell. Harpwell. I feel like he he's more of a burden than helpful.
1: Actually, he's he's quite helpful.
0: He's well. If you did not have, it's like (laughs) he's annoying. It's like stuff that's like go just go do the stuff. Don't ask me. Like
1: he he's that one employee that asks questions about the same thing every time. Yeah. Even though you've explained to him a million times how to do things efficiently and how they should be done, he always asks the same questions. Yeah, okay. We cut back to Royce. Uh, your shuttle is landing along the homeworld of Holandari. Uh, you are greeted by a Glappo uh, robot who is the DCEU's uh, main entity. Which he's basically entity by name. His form is all over the place. Like one week he could be a mouse, one week he could be an elephant. Like it's an ever-changing entity, but keeps the same name. So the merchandising is basically unlimited.
0: Okay. I need to I need to know more about this because this is so confusing in my brain. You're doing you're doing what I did to the with the the uh, or I need to know. I need. I need to know. It's first. It's okay. First episode. I need to get this right before the rest. The next six episodes are <laughs> going I'm like this. elephants this thing. I don't. Yeah. You know what okay. I mean. Okay.
1: The name is. It's always glappo
0: glappo Okay, that's the name. Yeah. All right. I thought that was the name of the robots. Like no no they're no, no. All no. called Glapos robots. No.
1: The the. like the flagship character name is glapo. Okay. He is constantly changing because the DCU can constantly monetize different things and it's not the same all the time. Gotcha. Okay.
2: (laughs) Gotta catch them all. Glapo.
1: Basically this week he is a giraffe, so he is a very long necked. He, uh, is all white with very goofy red ears and like he he looks like a cartoon drawing constantly like he has like squiggly lines like when you look at him it looks like think of the the pencil spongebob
0: is he like tangible or is it more of like a hologram
1: uh he can be a hologram but he's most most of his robots or people playing him are tangible
0: Okay, so like they make these robots each each week. There's a new robot that's made, and it could be like an elephant. Okay, it, or they'll re, or they recycle the ones because there's only so many uh, animals. I guess well. I guess it's not. It could be millions of animals now with being like yeah. out in the well, different systems.
2: Their their animals are are all uh, trademarked. They're they're all uh, <laughs> copyrighted DNA sequences that yep. they <laughs> made in house. So the, you know, this is a giraffe based on a giraffe's DNA, but giraffes are actually extinct right now. Uh, so they own the copyright on giraffe DNA.
1: He greets you as you come out of your shuttle. Welcome to the DCU home world of Halandari. Please enjoy your stay.
2: I toss him my, uh, suitcase. Uh, all my important stuff's in my briefcase in my other hand, but I toss in my suitcase and I need to get checked in rather quickly. Uh, which direction to my hotel? Ouch!
1: Well, it's that way! Alright, well on the double. Uh, you see a an actual hotel attendant come out and take your luggage. He's that is literally just there to greet whoever comes in. That is his specific job. <laughs>
2: I'm already walking.
1: (laughs) He escorts you over to the check-in desk, where the concierge, name, please.
2: Uh, Cunningham. Room for
1: one. Ah, the executive industrial suite.
2: That sounds about right.
1: He hands you two keys. The blue one is for the outer door. The red one is for the inner door. Understood. And your bellhop leads you to the elevator to take you to your room.
2: Cool. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, first thing I'm going to do when we get to the room, uh, I I'll, I'll, will I uh, will tip the bellhop. Um, but only like one credit.
1: <laughs> Thanks, sir.
2: Oh, you, uh, you just don't spend all, all of that in one place now, you hear?
1: Sure. I I kind of can't, so...
2: I push him out the door and close it. Um, I'm going to sweep the room for bugs.
1: Um, so... How are you doing this?
2: Uh, I have a survey kit.
1: Okay. Uh, Give me an expertise check
2: Uh, That's
1: a nine Okay, so You Run your equipment you do like your normal check cuz like you do this kind of thing So, you know like the exact places to look Uh, you don't catch anything like out of the ordinary There's nothing that wouldn't be there uh, you do know that there there are cameras in the rooms like just to make sure like they're not in the bathrooms they do follow actual like protocols and stuff they do they aren't completely inhuman
2: yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna make a quick loop okay and install that onto the
1: camera in my room if I can okay so I need an interface roll on that eight you think you have a perfect loop. It is just like the tiniest, like 0.001 microsecond, like glitch at the end. Like you can catch it because it's again, what you do, but you know, to like somebody who's not trained to do what you do, they'll never notice it. And so as far as you know, the video is set up on a loop and no one will know what you're doing.
2: Uh, I would like to spend some time perfecting that if at all possible
1: uh you can spend I would say three or four hours doing that in order to get it absolutely perfect
2: yeah I think I think Royce would take all the time he needed and not leave that room until he's sure that it's it's taken care of okay uh, and uh, so as a part of my workspace too, I've got, uh, secure leisure. So, I mean, obviously the leisure is taken care of. Um, this is part of, I guess, the securing process. Um, but, uh, essentially I'd like to try to set up like a panic room. Maybe I turned the bathroom into a locker room or something. I set up some surveillance, uh, equipment in there or something.
1: So you noticed when you came through the door that there was only one door to come through and you were given two separate key cards.
2: Okay. All right. So the second key card is a panic room. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Then I'll set up my surveillance equipment in there.
1: Yep. So it's off of the, like you go to the bedroom and then there you have your master's bath suite and off of the side of that, you have a walk-in closet and then through that, you see the door behind a bookshelf. Okay. So that's, it's, it's set in there. Like you're in a small New York sized apartment. Like that's how big this suite is. So. Okay. Yeah. So you're able to set up your panic room. Um, You know that this hotel is not actually DCU owned. So it's not entirely like, under their surveillance. Okay. That is why this one was picked
0: by your boss. So we're on a DCU theme world. Yeah. But they take but they put uh other hotels on it for like to get money. Okay. For business reasons. Like mm-hmm. they lease out the lands to the to different hotels so they can okay. Oh they
2: probably have a lease. Yeah they probably have a lease and royalties Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah so and they don't have to staff it they don't have to staff it they don't have to build it it's all
1: they don't have to pay on it
0: what a bunch of smart people
2: dcu i feel like has almost zero uh almost zero human labor
1: (laughs) they have quite a bit of human labor (laughs) well
2: (laughs) legal human labor (laughs) i wouldn't be in
1: business (laughs) so you're spending your time doing that ricardo you are starting to notice the people coming in uh you're getting a lot more people the past couple of days than you normally have been uh a lot of them are run down and are just incredibly tired because they're working like double to triple shifts sometimes like you have a couple of people that are like They're running off adrenaline and caffeine shots because they're working like 24 hours because the robots that are supposed to be helping them aren't there. They're falling apart and DCU hasn't sent anybody to fix them. So you have a lot more people than normal lately.
0: So business is good then?
1: Business is good.
0: Yes. (laughs) All right. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, inform, uh, Harpwell to, uh, double the, uh, rocket fuel stuff, like drinks that we make, the ones that, uh, give people, like, caffeine boosts and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and then, uh, order another cafe machine so we can make cappuccinos and stuff on the double.
1: So, like, double up. <laughs> it, boss. Do you want me to get... New paper cups, or should
0: we just keep the old ones? Wait, are we reusing the old cups?
1: I have been, yes.
0: Is that okay? I don't know. Gotta be some sort of, like, well, I mean, I don't think it really matters to me. Just order more cups. And toss the other ones out once the new cups come in. Keep okay. using Keep using the old ones until the new ones come in. Got it. Cool.
1: Just keep using the old ones. And he walks off. Deal. You have one of the crew members come up to you and is like, Hey, uh, are you getting anything stronger than the rocket fuel drinks? Like, I I need more. These triple, like, I just did three triple shifts in a row. And I, I don't know if I can keep doing it on the same level of stuff, man.
0: I don't... I don't care. Oh. Why... why... why are you talking to me?
1: You own this place, right?
0: Yeah, but I... I'm not... I don't know you. You don't just, like, go up to people and tell them to get things for you.
1: Well, I see you bossing him around and him around and him around, and I just assume. Well, then go talk to them. Alright,
0: man. They'll send it up the chain. I'm not here... I'm not here to talk to the... I'm here to make the money from you. What else? What else, What do you want? What? What? You. You're the kids. You're, you tell me what what you need from me. I'm
1: 52 and I need more. I need something that'll keep.
0: 52. Yes. Jeez, you look great. They really are keeping you in shape.
1: He's like still in the costume except for his head. Like, he looks ragged. He does not look great at all.
0: What? I don't know what I can get for you that's gonna make it better for. You. I mean, I know I can get you some like. I got it. I got it. Come with me. And I lead him to the back room.
1: Okay. See, now we're getting somewhere.
0: Jerome, you gotta cover the front. Next, I lead him to my my, my uh, little manager's office.
1: He he follows you in.
0: Can I try to uh like talk up like some like speed pills I have or something that I can sell them and try to make more credits out of it? Yes. Okay. I would like to use, I would like to do that. I would like to, uh, I'm going to say, all right, here, come here. I got these, these, and these. And I just put out three different, like, pill bottles.
1: Make me an influence roll, please.
0: I'm going to put out the three bottles on the table. I'm going to say, I got these, these, and these. These will make you stay up longer. These will make you feel good while you stay up longer. And these ones right here, they're the expensive ones, but I'll take a little bit off for you. These are the ones that will keep you up longer, make you feel good about being up longer. And then all the people that are here that normally annoy you will make you feel happy.
1: That sounds too good to be true, but I will believe you.
0: I rolled an 11.
1: He is, he's like, I'll take all three.
0: Yeah, I charge him double the credits for all of them.
1: Uh, That's fine. He, he's like, Thank you very much. Money was not an object in this. I've literally just been working here for the past like 14 years straight. I haven't
0: left this world. I got money. All right. Have uh, that's the door.
1: Uh, You see him just take the three bottles and he just pulls the the front of his suit and he throws them in and then puts the head back on. And he's like, ho ho ho, (laughs) like trying to get he's trying to get into the voice and then he
0: leaves. Uh, would you say that an unsuspecting victim has been exploited?
1: Um, I don't think he was unsuspecting. I think he knew he was he was getting into.
0: I fleeced him for double for everything.
1: Fair enough. I I will give you that experience
0: point. You also get experience there, uh, Royce. Hey, nice. And I, I will give you XP
1: uh stuff. A, a data point relating to being very charismatic in selling people drugs.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, data point in selling drugs.
1: <laughs> we cut back to Royce. Uh, you have come out of your safe room after having set everything up and making sure that your loop was perfect.
2: Chef's kiss, yep.
1: Like, you, you almost can't tell that there's a loop and that's that's how amazing it is now that might
2: be some of my best work yet
1: you hear a knock at the door
2: uh i'm i'm probably at this point still in front of the cameras, so i'm gonna look at my cameras and see who the fuck is at my door right now
1: there is a bellhop outside
2: uh okay uh yeah i'll go up to the door um Uh, I I would like to not be disturbed at this moment, thank you.
1: Uh, He just holds out a business card and doesn't say anything.
2: I'll take it and shut the door.
1: Uh, You take it, and he immediately, before you even shut the door, he just puts his hands down, turns around, and walks away. You don't even have to tell him to leave, nothing. He was literally there to do one thing, and he did it, and he left. Yep on the business card it says meet what's the name of your speakeasy Kevin
0: uh rags to riches
1: meet Henrietta at rags to riches at 11 p.m. tonight
0: uh am i
2: expecting a contact here yes okay uh cool i am going to burn the card okay and, uh, prepare to, uh, uh, get my, my suit on, uh, and, uh, get ready to, uh, go out and, uh, survey the land.
1: So you go out, uh, you are next to Cartoon World. That is, that is the one that is immediately adjacent to you
2: okay um how does the population of guests look is it a crowded part of the it world looks or?
1: it's not too crowded but it is rather healthy okay All right. like you don't have like enormous lines for anything like getting food doesn't take more than like five minutes if you decide to go to like a stand um or if you go to like one of the actual restaurants it's not very long they look like they're In between like busy seasons so you think that's that might be why you were sent now of all times rather than in the busier seasons where it might be too hard for you to achieve what you need to do so like it's still busy but it's not crowded to uncomfortableness
2: okay yeah yeah we'll take care of it while it's slow minimize casualties um (laughs) So, what I I would have done some research ahead of time for this. So, what is the uh, most uh, popular district?
1: Um, Cartoon World is one of the most popular. Okay. the The Wet Wild World, the Um, Space Jamboree, which is kind of like a hippie-ish style, like jam session throughout the entirety of it like it's a lot of live bands and drinking and like Woodstockish. it's
2: spaced jam with space with a d. Jam,
1: jamboree yeah
2: there's a there's a d in there
1: space jammed there there legally has to be a d in there oh, oh okay spaced i get it now jam.
2: <laughs> jamboree
1: yeah spaced jam jamboree okay all right yep <laughs> cool (laughs) to anybody listening (laughs) I did not intend for that at all (laughs) so those are the three that are like the highest that you're wanted to look into like see what the marketing data is
2: uh yeah so I'll take the time to try to just scope things out to see if I can just figure out anything interesting
1: okay So anytime you get into an elevator, now that you're not like with somebody, you notice that there's like all the elevators have a sub level one, two, three, and four. And just you being you, you've probably tried to push them all to see which ones you can and cannot go to. And you notice sub level four will not push for you is that
2: like, on my hotel or on that's on buildings?
1: any elevator you go into
2: uh okay so there's a subterranean layer
1: there are several subterranean layers
2: yes well yeah but it yeah so they're ones like, that you can cannot... all interconnected between the buildings mm-hmm. okay um that is good intel
1: subterranean level one is uh like repairs and like mechanical stuff sub level two is staff housing so the second layer is all like anybody who actually works there that is not like in the hotels or isn't like a higher up person all live on sub level two sub level three is just blank like people just don't go down there
2: okay there's just nothing there or yeah it's
1: it's like storage Okay. It just gets left blank. It's just old storage. Okay. Uh, and sub-level four is there's nothing on the little placard next to the button. And you notice that, like, you can actually push in all the other buttons. But when you try to push in that one, it does not move in at all. Okay. So it is it is restricted.
2: Does it appear to need a key of some kind? You are
1: unable to tell. Okay. Cause you don't see a hole for it, but you also notice that it just, it does not move. So something, something must trigger the, the lock to, on it to come off, but you are unaware of what would.
2: Okay. It's
1: Probably about like 10 30, almost 11 o'clock now. Do you make your way to the speakeasy?
2: Uh, yeah, I'll make my way there.
1: Ricardo you have started noticing that your typical like late night folk have started showing up and amongst them is a very well-dressed man which you have never seen before
0: first off uh i would have fired off a couple of uh emails or uh text messages to um valencio uh, minetti uh saying that i would need I need to make uh, an order for some uh, more speed and like drugs. All your so drugs, can, yes. Yeah, so I could start pushing those because I feel like those are going to come in handy soon. And then uh, I will I will grab one of my waiters mm-hmm. and I will if Royce is even like paying attention, which I'm guessing he would be would see me like looking over at his table, I would point at them. And then I'd whisper something, or talk to the waiter, and I would say, I'm I'm just ordering a round of drinks on the house to that table. Uh, And I'm having the waiter bring them over. Okay. And Um, then I just stand up against the the bar, and just oversee for a bit. (laughs)
1: Uh, Harpwell says, What are you doing, boss? Like, he's just out of nowhere. Like, you didn't hear him
0: moving, or uh, Har- Harpwell, what are you doing?
1: Well, I'm standing here.
0: You're supposed to be making drinks for the people.
1: Oh, I need to make more drinks? I made a bunch earlier. I made a bunch ahead of time.
0: You're the bartender. Oh. Y- aren't you supposed to, like, make drinks to order?
1: You know, that is correct. Thank you. I think I need to have something checked out. I've been very spacey lately. Spacey? Like, not there.
0: Jerome! Jerome! If I start looking for Jerome?
1: Uh, he's busy making drinks because Harpwell is not there making drinks.
0: Harpwell, go make drinks for Jerome. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm on it. Thank you, go, 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 go.
1: He, He takes off.
0: Jerome, come here. Yeah, boss. I need you To get a doctor for Harpwell.
1: Uh... It's... They're they're still on... Wait order. They have the company coming in to service all the robots. They come every other week.
0: No, no. I don't want you to get the DCU guys. Get our guy.
1: Oh, you want me to take him... Take him there. Okay, okay.
0: Take him to Mel.
1: You want me to do that now?
0: No, we're... We're in the middle of the rush. What are you thinking?
1: I mean, you said take him there. No, no, I was thinking <laughs> you wanted me to take him there.
0: No, right Jerome, now. I need you here with me during the rush. You're in charge of making sure no one, like, destroys my place. You got it, boss. Thank you. And don't take over for Harpole. Just keep telling him to go back to making drinks. You got it, boss. And if he can't do it all by himself, grab Jenny. She's been practicing, and she can make she can pour beers. You got a boss. Got anything else to say for me, Jerome?
1: No, boss. Just want to get back to work. Do you proud.
0: I like you. And I slap him on the shoulder.
1: Uh, He gives you a good slap back.
0: You don't need to hit me back. It was just more of like a like a a friendly. Thank you. I rub my shoulder (laughs) and continue like leering towards that table.
1: Uh, He takes off towards that table and drops the drinks off that you had made for them. Uh, Royce, you are sitting there waiting, and two drinks are brought to your table.
2: Okay. Uh, And I didn't order anything. Yeah. Don't. Uh, Okay. Yeah. I'm just scanning the room looking for. Uh, You would notice
1: Ricardo looking at you and like. I don't know if you made a gesture or anything towards him.
0: Nope. Just kind of lean in, got my elbow on the counter, like on the, the the side of the bar. Got my leg crossed across. Like I'm kind of just leaning, like just looking over. like.
1: So you see him sitting there and he, he obviously like the way he's looking around, he looks like he's the owner of the establishment you're in.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I clocked him as soon as I walked in the door. Um, and uh, I I haven't made eye contact with him, uh, but I see him. I see him looking.
0: I'm actively leering, like, at yeah. that table.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a woman in a nice, fancy, like, I would say it's probably like a, a crimson dress comes and sits down. And she pulls a cigarette out of her purse and puts it in her mouth and lights it.
0: She's the only person in the bar that's smoking by the way.
1: She's the only one allowed to smoke in the bar.
0: Um, do I? And I know her. You know her, yes. And her name was Henrietta? You Henrietta.
1: Said? Okay.
0: Uh. Okay.
2: Uh, Evening. She comes to sit down? Okay. Yep. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, owner of this establishment has not taken his eyes off of me since I came in the door. We might want to move this meeting elsewhere.
1: You are a new face, and he is just being cautious of his bar. come come with me to my private booth, and she leads you to the back. okay. Ricardo, you have given her her own private booth because she is the she is the biggest like spender.
0: I give her like the head nod as she as she walks by.
1: You may own the bar, but she owns that booth. I'm fine. <laughs> like she spends so much money here and and tosses so much money towards your
0: way like what is she in relation to DCU or to the the theme park? Is she like one of the princesses or something?
1: Uh <laughs> <laughs> You know, I will go with that. That actually that works really well.
0: Okay, I didn't know. I was just like I, making it. I actually it up.
1: like that. Okay. No, that's that's perfect. So I'll figure out which princess she is later. Just...
0: <laughs> she's from but, this she's jam spaced jam jamboree. <laughs> 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 she's the main attraction at the space the jab jamboree. Yeah, you gotta really enunciate that D guys. <laughs> space the jab jamboree. Why don't we just call it the space um, jamboree?
1: I still feel like that's too close. (laughs) She leads you out back to her private booth. It's like. Not dimly lit, but it's not super bright. Like, it's just like if you turned on a lamp. Like a nice hundred watt bulb lamp. Okay. So you're here and I assume you're trying to figure out where you need to go.
2: Well, I have some ideas. I assume you've got some information for me if, uh, you are my contact here. Correct?
1: Yeah. I've spent many years here climbing my way up the ranks to give myself the anonymity I need to do what I need to do here. When you are powerful and a big star, you tend to be left alone the DCU as long as you stay on the home world you bring them in the money they give you the freedom
2: and what is it that you do around here exactly
1: oh I'm a singer I'm also a princess
0: now we're talking like literal princess though like <laughs> yeah, she like is a, pr- <laughs> a real princess like she might be a princess at DCU but she's that consent- creates her as a real princess then Because she's a princess of the world. Hold, Hold on. Did I know, like,
2: a princess royalty would be on the world? You did not. Okay. So I'm doing mental math right now, just trying to figure out which princess this could possibly be. That's what Royce is doing right now, is trying to figure out who it could possibly be.
1: To get the information you need... We need to find a way to sub-level 4. Which, once we get to sub-level 4, the only way we can proceed takes us to sub-levels 5 and 6, which don't appear on the elevators.
2: So, uh, you've been here this long, and you still have no idea what's on sub-level 4 yourself?
1: As far as I know, it is part of the operations. Not security, mind you, but just operations. Any dollar that is exchanged up on top, like not here in the speakeasy or any other hidden establishment, gets monitored through sub-level four. Any transaction that happens on the top through any park vendor is established on sub-level four. I guess you could say it's the marketing level. And there's a sub-level five and six, but it's only accessible from sub-level four
2: yeah gotcha. okay
1: if you can give me a couple days i can try and figure out a way to get a key card or whatever it is you need to in order to access sub level four does that work within your time frame
2: uh let's see i'm here for a week right or
1: it, it's it's technically a week but it's for however long until you can like, you could be here for a month. Okay. If you needed to,
2: uh, I'll be awaiting your word
1: and then I'm going to get up and leave. Uh, as you get up, you hear like a come from her purse. Uh, she pulls out, like, it looks like a little Basically a, a Smartphone Huh About damn time they finally sent someone to fix Those fucking robots Ricardo, you also Get that Okay On yours uh, Anyone who owns An establishment or is a very um, High up person Here in the home world has knowledge of when ships that aren't like cruiser related like they aren't like people shuttles or anything so like when supplies are being brought you're alarmed to know that there are ships um you look at your little pad and it says two class four titan ships are arriving okay and it it shows you the side of the ship Uh, to which you see a wrench that is, uh, basically reattaching a robot head to a robot and it looks goofy, like a, like just a goofy repairman. And it is called Phil Grimm's Robot repair Services and Cybernetic Adjustments.
0: All right. I'm writing Phil Grimm's Repair.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's fine. Uh, both ships they're they're huge ships are landing in the little video that it sends you and uh Henrietta also says those are rather big ships for repairing robots
0: do I know the do I know Pilgrims have I ever heard that um, before can I do like a That
1: is an established name okay so it's it's not out of this world
0: well so haha <laughs> Uh, So, what I'm thinking is, is that, like, I'm from, like, the the thieving worlds, I'm from the worlds where, like, you grow up, like, if you don't, you you don't survive by yourself, basically, is there any word of, like, Filgrin being, like, something that could be bad?
1: Nope, not that you're aware of. Okay. You know that that's, that is the company that is normally sent out whenever there's malfunctions or repairs are needed. Okay. Um just the size of the ships are somewhat alarming to you, only at first glance, but you remember like you have had like tons of cast members in here doing double and triple shifts because the robots are breaking down and they're not repairing them right away. Okay. So and with that, that is where we are going to end tonight. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So I would like to thank everyone for listening. I'm your GM, Jason, my players, Kevin, bye, and Matt. Bye. Thank you for listening.
2: been listening to parallax systems an actual play uncharted worlds podcast our opening monologue is voiced by Occitator. our music is by us audio engineering provided by kevin brennan our gm this season is jason richard royce cunningham is voiced by matt murphy ricardo dunbach is voiced by kevin brennan follow us on youtube and instagram at dysfunctional rpgs you can check us out on Twitter at dysfunctRPGs. New episodes bi-weekly wherever you find your podcasts. Until next time, remember, sloths can hold their breath longer than dolphins. This has been a Dysfunctional Production, powered by the Apocalypse.